Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello and welcome back to the 15 Minute Freelancer podcast. One of my favorite things about doing this podcast is having an excuse to talk to my internet friends, sort of in real life, but not really. (laughs) I can hear their voices. Today, I'm very excited to be speaking to Sally Fox, who is joining me all the way from Spain. Hi, Sally. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to finally chat in person. (laughs) So in case anyone doesn't know, Sally is a freelance copywriter who works with sustainable brands and has shared a lot of her journey towards building sustainability and social and environmental responsibility into her own business. And this is something that I think a lot of us would quite like to do, but maybe aren't too sure where to start or even what's possible as a small business if you're just working on your own, where sustainability usually means, are you making enough money to pay your bills year on year? (laughs) So I've asked Sally to join me today to give us some pointers on what it means to run a freelance business with a commitment to sustainability. So Sally, perhaps the obvious first question then is to get clear about what we mean when we talk about sustainability. So how do you define it? Yeah, good question. Um, I've been actually thinking about this a lot lately. It's become a bit of a buzzword, I think, and and it's so broad that it ends up really not meaning anything. Um, So for me, it means finding a way to kind of live our daily lives in a way that will secure or improve the future of our environment and obviously the people in it. So that can mean things like regenerating the natural world, that's kind of the obvious one, but things like fighting for social equality and justice, just any way that you can have a positive impact. It might be like a low-waste beauty brand or a garment repair service or ecotourism, and that's kind of the large-scale view of it. But I also see that there's a kind of smaller-scale aspect of sustainability, which is running a sustainable business. And it's kind of what you mentioned, like paying the bills and running a business that suits you and that you can continue running for a long time. So rejecting hustle culture for me is a big one, giving ourselves the freedom to just really enjoy freelance life, choosing the clients that we want to work with, you know, creating for pleasure as well as for for money Um, Mm -hmm. or just taking long lunches, whatever, you know, whatever that means for you, but having a business that, that you enjoy running and that you want to continue running for a long time. Mm. Well, I'm all for that. (laughs) (laughs) When we think about how we actually go about incorporating sustainability into our freelance business, what does that mean? So you gave some examples there. It could be about how you run your business from a personal point of view, but is it also about proactively promoting sustainability, whether that would be through speaking up about things that you care about or green investment, planting trees, which I know you have written about. Mm -hmm. Is it also about thinking about things that we might be doing now that we should stop? Where would be a good place to start? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing I wanted to say was that something like 95% of businesses in the UK are small businesses. So, and that's kind of under 10 employees. So that's a massive force for change. I think that's really exciting and important to kind of think about. And at the same time, while I am a really big advocate for individual action and the things that we can each do, I think we all know that to halt the climate crisis, we, we do need governments and big corporations to 
to step in and, and do what they need to do. But as small businesses, our kind of superpower is that we get to make those changes really quickly and show what's possible and kind of apply a bit of collective pressure. The other thing I do want to kind of caveat is I realize how busy we all are. Like most of us do our own marketing, our own finances, all of that stuff. So I think that it's really important that we don't put pressure on ourselves and that, that we're not, we don't have to be everything to everyone. We can't do everything. So I think what's really cool about being a small business is that you get to choose. And there's so many good ways that you can you can work that into your business, as you say. So whether it's planting trees or whether it's donating, you know, if you really care about ocean conservation, you could donate a percentage of your profit to that. Um, you know, things like reducing your paper consumption, choosing refurbished electronics, all those things that are part of like a practical aspect of running your business. But at the same time, if you care about social justice, you could look at, you know, supporting upcoming freelancers in your industry. If you care about mental health, it might be that you promote healthy freelance work culture and, and four day weeks. You know, there's so many ways that you can do it. And I think my advice would just be to think about what really matters to you and, and whether that's kind of amending the habits and behaviors in your business, whether it's raising awareness or, you know, financially supporting that cause, focusing on the thing that really matters to you and, and realizing that you don't have to do everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's such a good way of looking at it. I think if each of us can just do one thing that that we feel is is manageable and kind of within within our remit that's not going to send us over the edge. So yeah, I think I think going paperless is a nice one. Taking care on on where you buy your food from and and you know reducing the use of plastic. Mm. The thing I learned about recently, which is really interesting, is your e footprint. So the fact that our emails, the websites that we that we own, the websites that we use have a carbon footprint, which just seemed crazy to me because I just thought the internet was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out, no, there's these big data centers and they guzzle a ton of fossil fuels. And so I think things like sending fewer emails, if you can, making sure that you're constantly deleting files and getting rid of the, the stuff that you've got in the cloud, those kinds of things would make a difference. Yeah, I think I think that's a really interesting one to bring up because I often think this when I'm sending emails through Google and it has this message at the bottom saying that it's carbon neutral. And I think that's kind of interesting, uh, given just how much energy is used storing all the information that we must have across all our different Google apps. And then even just the fact of using Google, I'm, I'm so aware of thinking I need to move away from this. There's so many issues with privacy and competition and all that kind of thing. And I care about that. But at the same time, it it is the easiest way for me to deliver the service yeah. I want to deliver to my clients. So there's always kind of a balance there. And I, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? <laughs> no, it is for sure. And that pressure can be the thing that puts people off getting involved at all. And so one of the big things that I, I'm always really conscious of is not putting that pressure on, because I think you could, you stand to lose people for life. You know, if you're like, you have to do this, you have to do everything, you know, you have to eat green, you can't use any plastic, you know, delete all of your emails every single day. It's not realistic. Yeah. So I think it's just about making those small changes. And then, you know, maybe next month, you add another little change and, and going from there. Yeah, there's definitely an element of um, maybe building a rod for your own back when you make some of these commitments. Uh, you know, if you say you're holding yourself to a higher standard, and then you might worry about not meeting it. Because I definitely feel like that with health copywriting sometimes where I say I want to work with ethical brands but there are so many different factors to consider you know it's really hard not to feel like you fall short you know there might be one brand that has great messaging about body positivity but then their supply chain is, is a disaster or maybe there's 
I don't know, a company that has a really ethical approach to manufacturing and using recycled materials, but then they don't treat their staff well or they don't pay their taxes or something. So it's easy to feel like if you can't tick every box, then it's not worth it. So I think what what you're saying is a really useful way to reframe some of that and make it a bit more manageable. Totally. Yeah, the way I see it is if if you're flat out running a business, you don't have the time or energy to devote to it it's fine like there's somebody else will be there to pick up your stack you know we're, we're a collective we're a community and if we're all doing little things that is going to make a difference part of it is just talking about it just raising awareness you know the, the tree that I plant for every invoice paid it's not going to change the world <laughs> but you know maybe if it inspires somebody else to do it or if it just gets somebody else thinking about it then that's that's something Mm, I'm sure that helps you attract the kind of clients that you want to work with too, who who share those values. Yeah, I, I haven't had any client kind of outwardly mention it, but yeah, it certainly influences who kind of gets in touch with me and, and the kind of conversations we have as well, I think, which is great. Mm-hmm. And they're working with lovely people, which we all want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm really interested in your social responsibility policy which I had to snoop at on your website. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about how you decided to do that, how you developed it and what it means for your day-to-day work? Sure. So the first thing to say is that it's very much a work in progress. I started thinking about it after I read a blog post by Sarah Townsend about her environmental initiatives. Mm-hmm. And there's also a really, really good community on Twitter run by Sean Conway Wood called Ethical Hour. And she has loads of fantastic resources mm-hmm. about building purpose into your business rather than sort of adding it on as a, as a last minute thought. So those were kind of the things that inspired me. Um, the policy itself, I divided it by environmental and social initiatives and just thought about the places I could make a small difference, mm-hmm. you know, myself as a, as a very small business of one. So, yeah, things like the food I, I choose to eat, being paperless, the electronic footprint. And as you said, things in the community. So talking about wage disparity, supporting other freelancers, that kind of thing. And they're, they're really small acts. So I can't say that it massively affects my daily life. But I think that there's just something really useful about having your values laid out for yourself even. <laughs> um, so it's almost like guideposts for, for how you want to run your business. And, and when you're making those tiny daily decisions, you've got that in the back of your mind that you've written it down and you're thinking, yeah, this is how I, this is how I want to run things. And is that something that you review? Do you measure progress against it? Um, yes, I review it a lot because I'm always reading things and thinking, oh, that's new. That needs to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really is a work in progress. And I'm kind of always in there tinkering with it um, and thinking about new things that I want to do with it. Um, my current thing at the moment is trying to make my website more green. So that involves reducing image size. And eventually I'll have to switch the platform that I host it with and and things like that. So it's not something that I share quite so publicly, but I do sort of have a timeline in my mind of things I want to do. So for freelancers who are maybe thinking, I like the sound of that, that's given me some food for thought, but I'm not quite sure where to start. (laughs) How should people go about prioritizing the issues they want to focus on? Or are there a few kind of uh, low hanging fruits that people could maybe start with? Yeah, first of all, it can feel super overwhelming. So just start small and don't feel that you have to go in and, and be perfect you know I think you're definitely a big advocate of building in public and mm-hmm. just just start with something small and and take it from there you know maybe next month do another thing and build from there I think the the tree planting is a brilliant one because 
you can tie it in with your invoices or tie it in with your client projects and that feels tangible you know there's these trees out there in the world if you choose a a good scheme then I think that's a really a really strong place to start things like going paperless you know grabbing yourself an e-reader if you're an avid reader and I know that we all have a notebook (laughs) trying to curb the notebook habit (laughs) so yeah those those bits are are kind of I want to say quick and easy but they're tangible and small steps that you can take in in that direction Mm -hmm. but I think also it's about kind of the, the presence that you bring to the places that you collaborate with others so you know, if you're if you're invited onto a panel or, you know, you're invited to speak at an event, look at the other panelists. You know, are those spaces diverse? If not, can you ask for them to be more diverse? You know, just kind of holding yourself accountable, I think. Mm-hmm. I love the, the way that you framed it as small business superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we won't see the changes unless we ask for them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's really important. Just before we wrap up then, are there any resources that you would recommend if people want to find out more? Yes. So I've mentioned Sean Conway Wood's Ethical Hour. Now they have a Twitter chat once a week and there's also a small community and lots of really brilliant resources. She did a, a sort of five-day challenge to building purpose into your business a while ago. I'm not sure if she's still running it, but that's really good for kind of straightening out your thoughts and ideas and, and helping you to focus on what it is that really matters to you and then how to build that into your business. It's really effective. Brilliant. Thank you. So that seems like a good place to wrap up then. I've definitely got a few ideas there. I think I'll go and do a little sustainability audit of my business. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me, Sally. That's been so helpful. Before we go, where can people find you if they want to ask you more about this? Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. So I'm on Twitter at Sally M. Fox writes and my website is sallymfox.com. Great. I will put links to those in the show notes so people can come and find you and say hello. Okay, that's all for today. A huge thanks to Sally for her insights and advice and I will see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks. And until next time, happy freelancing.